The Scholar and the Guru is an outlet that provides an alternative and refreshing take on everything health and fitness related from a critical perspective. The show is intended for entertainment purposes only and should not be used to inform or diagnose any ailment or condition. In other words, don't take this shit too seriously. You're listening to The Scholar and the Guru. Here are your hosts, Andrew Carter and Jared Tavasolian. Yeah, so so me and Jared, so we got a special guest on here today. Really excited to talk about this. I know you haven't really told me too much. You just said we got a Tai Chi Qigong master, so I want to know what's the deal. We want to keep it mysterious, and now we're going to kind of... (laughs) unearth that I, I i i love that's very funny to hear you say that uh master uh said she called master just just some kid from north memphis <laughs> a, a, anyone who's practiced over over 10 years has got to be a master <laughs> and so, so listeners our guest today is uh sifu charles dowda a tai chi instructor from north of memphis Tennessee. <laughs> so charles you got to talk to us about this this idea of tai chi right me and jerry were talking about it last night and it's like when you hear Tai Chi, what do you think of? You think of like old people at the park, like doing these like crazy moves. You see people moving in slow mo. Like, what what is Tai Chi about? How do you get into Tai Chi? Okay, uh, tell me, tell me the name again one more time. On the, on the guy we're talking to, Jerry. 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 Yeah, I'm Jerry. I might. I'm bad with names, man. So if I ask you that again during the interview, please don't take insult to it. Uh, <laughs> it's so yeah, we was I was just giving him my life story, man. We were we were about we were about chapter eight. Here we go. <laughs> so Tai what is Tai Chi to me? These are great questions. Uh what is Tai Chi? I like I like to think about the reference of the people in the park because to me that's what Tai Chi really is. Um it's people in the park practicing, breathing, moving, um is in its most basic form. We call it park tai chi. So my my teacher and his teacher uh, would, you know, you, you kind of snicker at it a little bit because it's people just practicing and not really thinking about what they're doing, just enjoying their practice. But to me, that's really the fundamental uh, aspect of Tai Chi because you have to enjoy one of the most, you, you asked me or sent in the text, what's the most common misconception mm-hmm. that I, do I think about Tai Chi in that people think it's easy. <laughs> you know, they see people practicing in the park and having a really good time, and they, they think that, oh, yeah, Tai Chi is easy. I'm just going to go, and I'm going to try a Tai Chi class, and they find that it's very difficult and stressful, and you're like, wow, it's supposed to be very relaxing, very meditative, but it's stressful. <laughs> so after so after you practice, so after you practice something for 16, you know, 15, 16 years, you get really good at it, but it's, um, it's a crazy, rocky journey. Uh, to get to that Zen where you're practicing. So Qigong is the coordination of body and breath. So some people think that, and this is interesting, in the Tai Chi community or martial community, some people think that Qigong and Tai Chi are separate. Yeah. And so some people think that Qigong and Tai Chi are separate entities. And some people think that Qigong and Tai Chi are one. So it's really what school are you from? And there there, there are tons of, there's three main styles of Tai Chi you have. Chin style, which was the first, and then you have Yang style, which is what I practice, and then Wu style Tai Chi, and then you even have segments different from that. You have family lineage from from China. People are like, "Oh, I practice my own family style of Tai Chi." Those are your three main categories: Chin, Yang style, and Wu style. Okay, so Tai Chi is basic. It is most basic, fundamental. What is Tai Chi? Tai Chi is just moving the body in coordination with the breath. That's so which, which which is 
like to me, you're, you're already a weird guy because I think our culture is like a culture that's always trying to speed up. And in the, in the fitness world, it's like high intensity interval training and, <laughs> right. and you went the opposite. <laughs> that's right. And, and you know, it's funny. I even do Tai Chi slow for a Tai Chi person. <laughs> that's, that's how weird I am, Jared. I do it slower than most people do it. So uh, the, the 24 movement uh, form was uh, put together. It's a compulsory routine. It was put together in the 60s by the Chinese government so that everybody can practice something similar. So no matter where you went, the 24 movement Yang style form is the most popular form of Tai Chi in the world. More people know that than anything. If you Google Tai Chi, most of the time you get Yong style, either 24 movement, a variation of that, or the 108 form. Sometimes you'll get the Chin style, which is a little more aggressive. And mm. so that's the thing. You know, every, even within Tai Chi, you have so many different people that uh, think it's something, you know, they always have, there's always a different road to take. Yeah, so, so why do you think someone might, you know, if, say I have an hour a day and I can either get a heavy lift in, I can either do sprints or I can do Tai Chi. Like, sell me on why Tai Chi. Because me and Jared, like, if I have an hour to do it, I'm doing five by five deadlifts. I don't see the, I don't feel the need for Tai Chi. So why, why would I go great Tai Chi? In well, well, that's great. Yeah, you know, so the reason why you would incorporate Tai Chi is because it complements physical and, you know, strenuous activity the same way you would go to a yoga class if you lifted five days a week you say you know what i think i'm gonna go to a yoga class and stretch a little bit same reason i go to yoga i'm a bikram guy i love the hot stuff i go into so everything i like i you know if you don't i like extremes i'm i'm very disciplined when it comes to my body uh as far as my workout routine and having to practice and exercise daily but this like most things that's a habit you know you brush your teeth every day because it becomes a habit you know some people floss and some people don't you know but (laughs) but so when you're working out five days a week your body is getting broken down i mean we know how the the body builds itself it breaks it down first and then rebuilds the muscle tissue so why not do an exercise like tai chi which is going to allow you to gain more health benefits to slow down a little bit focus on your breath because when you're lifting, you're doing those high impact, speed the heart up. So why not balance that? So in Tai Chi, we say yin and yang, or yin and yang, whichever you like, to, however you like to pronounce it. And that's because you have to have balance. Quiescence means to, to soften. And that's what, you, that's what Tai Chi is, is, is quiescence. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why you would do it, because you need balance in life. If you drink coffee too much, no good. Yeah. You know? Jared, you, you, yeah, I know how you feel about coffee. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's right though. I mean, it makes it makes total sense to be, you know, going strong and hitting the weights, but also to have a soft side. It's like male, female, yin, yang. You know, like, yeah, it totally. It's, but so, so what was going on for you in life when you decided like you were going to embark on this journey? Because most kids, I'm sure, you know, they see Jackie Chan and they want to like kung fu some shit you know <laughs> that's that's exactly what they want to do man look i was well i was telling uh i was talking about my story to andrew here and i and i said well the, here's where it really starts so i graduate high school and i, I get it i go into school and i drop out for a semester and i i was already uh peddling marijuana and dealing and dealing weed nice. when i was a kid so i you know i had those i had struggles when it came to that so i had been arrested a couple of times and i finally got arrested the last time when i was uh 22 
and I didn't know what to do. I was I was really afraid that I was going to go to jail, and I didn't want to go to jail. I couldn't handle jail. It's not my person. I couldn't be locked in a cage. So I didn't know where to go. I didn't know where to turn. And I see this ad in the paper, Shape Up Shaolin Style. And I'd always been enamored with martial arts, just like everybody growing up as a kid, wanting to be Jackie Chan on TV, wanting to be Bruce. And I thought, here it is. Boom, lights. You know, everybody talks about the light bulb, right? It was as clear as I can. I can't tell you. It was just as clear as a bell. And I thought, this is it. This is this is my life. This is what I'm gonna do. I knew it. Same way when you meet, I met my wife. I knew it. You know, we, I knew it. I, I I drug her back to my cave first, but I knew it. I had to convince her that it was that it was true. Uh, so, so I walk in. I meet my teacher, and uh, that was it. I signed up that day, and I started training. Man, that's how I embarked. I was only fortunate to get really good teachers. You know, I was most people train in martial arts and have a decent instructor. But very few people get great instructors. And I think I was just lucky that I got a great instructor who was very charismatic and his skill level was really, really high. And he was connected, the lineage that he had through uh, Master Andrew Lee in Chicago. It was just really exceptional. And I've seen a lot of martial arts. I've done the tournament circuit. I was an amateur uh, kickboxer. Uh, and have practiced with other styles uh, as far as jiu-jitsu and judo. I've never formally taken those styles, but I've trained with many people uh, preparing for fights. And uh, I just was really lucky to be blessed to get a really great instructor. And when you, and they always say, when you find a teacher, follow them, you know? Yeah, yeah. You find a good teacher, go with them, no matter what that is, whether it be exercise or uh, you know the college life you know you find someone who's smart and can teach you something you stay with them that's what i mean so 16 years later here i am man (laughs) (laughs) i mean yeah you know what they say when the student is ready the teacher will appear that's right right. there you go i love that quote it's one of my favorites that's cool so so why do you think you know we talk about how tai chi fits into kind of qigong breathing fits into kind of like chinese medicine kind of overarching how come a lot of people is really not being talked about in the mainstream and you know how do we go to implement something like this or do you think it's just a fringe thing that it always be a fringe thing? no no i don't think it'd be a fringe thing uh, you know jared i was t- i was telling andrew uh so i'm a physical therapist uh, assistant I, I i love to give myself the, the full credit physical therapist then i have to say assistant uh, so, so, so so i so i uh, so i do the same work as a, as a physical therapist which is great because i don't have the stress of doing an evaluation of a patient and I can always defer to my uh, to my uh, therapist, but I do the same work. And uh, breathing is so fundamental in what we do, and so many people have trouble doing it. Uh, mm. Even even athletic people. Well, I don't know what it is about stopping and being still that bothers people, mm. and it does. It gives people anxiety, and uh, so when I teach a meditation class. It's the same as any other class. I don't focus on anything, really. I tell people just to breathe. I don't, t- I don't tell them how to breathe. I don't tell them, oh, you need to breathe diaphragmatic breathing. You need to breathe Dantian breathing. I don't tell them any of that. I just tell them to breathe. All that kind of happens on its own, and I just kind of guide you into that, in that direction. I tell you. I talk to you. I show you more important than anything. I show you. And uh, that's it. The rest takes care of itself. It's just that simple. There was a... There was a great Vietnamese monk who said, uh, we breathe because it feels good. 
<laughs> that's it. That's it. It's that simple. You don't have to complicate it yeah. any more than that. We breathe because it feels good. So Charles, when you started, did you hit? Because like when I try to meditate, and be present, I'm always put uh, this equal and opposite resistance pushing back. When you really started to do this, did you feel that resistance? And even now, do you feel that resistance? Absolutely. Every time you meditate, you feel that resistance. But that's why it's so powerful. That's why it's so meaningful. Because there's an inner conflict within everybody. I, I, you know, I'm a huge Star Wars guy. I love Star Wars, man. I, 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 and it's just like dark side. That's right. That's right. There's a dark side to it, man. And uh, there's inner conflict with everybody. It's a beautiful thing when you really, when you really embrace it. And that's something that I struggle with internally every day. You know, as I'm t- as I write down in my little journal, and I and I and I keep a log of certain things, whatever that may be. Maybe it's just the practice, the habit of doing something. So that's why you meditate every morning, not because it's going to be great, and not because it's going to take you to some Zen level of what we, you know, preconceived notion of what it means to be enlightened, but because of the struggle and the internal conflict pushing back to help you reorganize your thoughts, to reorganize your day, uh, to simply maybe subconsciously lay out through affirmation. I mean, these things are all interrelated uh, and so powerful. And and I tell people that every day, if you want to be successful, uh, start with just breathing. (laughs) That's a great way to to start your day, just breathe. So this morning, I didn't have a lot of time because I was running around I had to go to get my, my daily Starbucks poison, you know. And uh, I so I, I thought, well, I need to sit down and breathe for a minute before I go meet Andrew. So I just, that's what I did. I just stopped. And normally I meditate in the morning before I go to work. And uh, today, since today is my half day, I, I, I wake up a little later than usual. So I woke up about six o'clock and just, you know, I just took the time to take 10 minutes out of my day to stop and just breathe a little bit. That's it. And then I'll do a little bit more in the afternoon or the evening. And, and maybe do a little more formal practice, but I can't, I can't tell you how helpful that is. Just to call, I'm scared, you know, I've never done anything. I'm talking to a strange guy. I don't know where you, I don't know where you are, Jerry, where are you? <laughs> Good, you know, yeah, I can hear you now. I, fro- I don't know how I froze. How much did we miss? Just that second? Uh, yeah, just, I mean, he was, he was going on this beautiful rant about how he's sitting down and froze drinking herb, <laughs> meditate, drinking his poison, you know, and then I walked oh, Charles, you good, you good. That's right. And you know what? And just like this, in Tai Chi, there's broken rhythm. You know, there's broken rhythm in conversation. There's broken rhythm in meditation. And so they say that when you, when you're breathing, as you're breathing, you're sitting down to do your breath, you don't fight what comes into your head. You simply acknowledge what comes into your head because that. Would, thank you for fixing that. Yeah. I was trying to lay back and be comfortable, but I was trying to get my 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 beautiful physique in the in the, in the camera as well. Uh, so, you know, that's the thing. You know, the broken rhythm in life. Life is great. Uh, I think Jim Rohn. He says life is. Uh, you know, it's a just it's a journey of uh, success followed by setback. Mm-hmm. That's it. It, it, is, it never changes. It's it's opportunity. Mixed with difficulty. Mm-hmm. That's it. So the same way with your breathing. You know, you just breathe. You, if you break the rhythm, you get offline. You say, I can't, I'm, what am I thinking about? I'm thinking about uh, some chick I was with in high school. Or I'm thinking about something that happened five years ago or five days ago or five minutes ago. And you simply say, wonderful. Subconscious, working it out, breathe it out. And you, when you exhale, you can say something like, I'm free. Something silly like that. You don't even have to. You don't have to physically say it. You can just say it. I'm free. 
The breath is free. It's moved out. It's moved on. And then it's recycled. And these are all uh, things that you pick up over time and just reading about meditation. And you pick up a book that somebody wrote and you say, oh, that's kind of cool. Uh, as I breathe in, I think about space. I feel my lungs up. Space, the heavenly bodies. Maybe it's even deeper. The heavenly bodies, you know, uh, the solar system. So part of Chinese culture, they talk about Tao Yin. Um, and I'm not sure if I pronounced that right, but uh, Tao Yin is, is similar to uh, there's no separation between to a martial artist who practices if he has Tao Yin. There's no separation in that in his daily life. Like the samurai, you know, uh, you, you've seen the movie The Last Samurai? Yeah. The Last Samurai. So it, it, when he talks about them wanting to perfect everything they do, even laying the chopsticks down. So that's there. That's the idea. There's no separation between the celestial heavenly bodies, you as part of that, whatever the hell it is, you know, this cosmic thing we got going on. Even as we breathe, we talk about the the the, the cosmic cycle or cosmic orbit when you breathe, which connects uh, Bagui, which is at the crown of the head, and Xu Yin, which is at the in between the anus and the genitals, is Xu Yin, and those two are connected and. Through, so if we start talking about uh, chi, let's go. We'll go. We'll go. Let's, energy. And let me let me let me let me preface this. I'm a hundred percent all in. I'm a chi guy. All right. But we can, I can talk about it with a certain sense of roll your eyes because it's because some of it gets a little bit bizarre and some people are kind of funny with it. Uh, so, but I'm a hundred percent all in. I'm on the chi side. I you know I believe in it. I, you know. I need a T-shirt that just says "Chi" on it, you know. <laughs> so, you know, as we're as we're as we're breathing to kind of segue back to uh, to where we began, we're just sitting down and breathing. You become part of this void. I'll call it that a void when you're sitting. Whether your eyes are closed, whether your eyes are open, after a few minutes of meditation, you go just like sleep. You go into a certain subconscious level, and you just are there breathing so i i mean i love i love what you're saying and to me what what's really cool about it is like the simplicity of just of just breathing and keeping it simple and i think that i haven't spent too much time around tai chi or qigong but in the meditation realm and in the breathing realm there's a lot of like you got to do it this way or that way techniques there's always techniques and, and when I look at, I look at my son and I watch him breathe and the dude, he's, he's two, he closes his mouth, he breathes through his nose, his belly breathes, and he could be watching Paw Patrol and he's, he's just breathing. It's very authentic and it's very nice. And I feel like a lot of people that want to embrace meditation get stuck because of the techniques. Absolutely, man. You make a great point, Jared. I mean, even as a martial artist, you know, and a, and a, and a practitioner, you fall into those habits, just like everything else in life. You, 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 because you like it. Somehow, everyone else in the world is supposed to like it, or, or do it the way because you like it. Come on, get over yourself, bro. <laughs> but we're all guilty of it, and that's the pushback, man. That's the conflict. That's the beauty of it. You know, you know, I, and it was ego, man. That's and you know, when, if you read about uh, Buddhism, I would, I would probably label myself. Uh, uh, a Buddhist Christian. I don't think you can be a Christian and a Buddhist, but you can be a Buddhist and a Christian. So I'm a Buddhist Christian. <laughs> uh, a man, a man of faith, a man, a man of many faiths. I love, I love, uh, I love when people ask me things sometimes, and I say, 
I say, yeah, something, something will happen that's positive, or I, I make it positive because that's just who I am as a person. And I say, the gods favor me <laughs> because, because, because I don't know, man. I, you know, I talk to somebody. I talk to something. You know, when things are going bad, and you just, you just need to tap in. You know, you go where you go to where you go. You know, and more power to you, whatever that is. You know, uh, so that's the thing. You can't overcomplicate something that is innate inside of us as you watch your two-year-old breathing and he probably looks zenned out too man it's great not not a care in the world the, the, you know that tree you know they always say the mind of a child you know there's that old there's that old story about you know the aliens come to earth and they were going to destroy everything until they were able to see through the mind of a child and they thought oh these people are good we'll save them all right they're worth saving their souls are worth saving <laughs> So you know what, and, and and kind of and kind of moving on from that, you know. So Tai Chi is called the art of rejuvenation, mm. the art of rejuvenation. So if we get a little, if we go into the little a little science real quick. Uh, so is, as you breathe, all right, they've worked it out to where you get a certain amount of heartbeat, you get a certain amount of breaths. They can do this math, you know, the same way that they since a butterfly gets a certain amount of flaps of their wings before they die. They can work this out. They have some sort of they put in the averages of how long you're going to live and what's the average heart rate, average breath. So they can give you a roundabout number. So if you practice meditation between your days of pumping iron and building muscle, <laughs> by the way, never I never lift weights. So you can't have muscle without lifting weights. Now, I'm not strong. The girls will put me to shame out there <laughs> Like if I go out there and start trying to do bench press. All right? But I'm powerful in, in where I need to be. Uh, so you get these certain amount of breaths. You get these certain amount of heartbeats, you know. So if you lengthen your breath, you, you slow your heart rate. So if you slow your heart rate, you, won't get, you don't get more heart rates. But you get more time because your breath and your heart rate has been slowed. So where you have 65 beat, I don't know what your heart rate is. Let's say his resting heart rate is 63. You look like you look like he's in shape. So I'm, give, I'm giving him 63, maybe 55. I don't know. He looks really good. He's young too. How old are you? Man, he's like he's like 74. Yeah. So I'm so I'm 37. I'll be 38 in October. So you know my resting heart rate is in the 50s. And I can make it even lower right before I take a blood pressure test, yeah. which is kind of cheating. But who cares? I want to have the best. You know, I'm competitive. I want mine to be the lowest. So I just, I just do a little quick breathing exercise right before yeah. they take my, 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 you know, they measure me and, uh, they, you know, take those diagnoses and I'm low. So I'm in the 50s. So I get more time because my, uh, because my heart rate is slow. Yeah, I love that analogy. <laughs> so the art of rejuvenation. Maybe you will live longer. Maybe there's something to that. That whole apple a day thing, right? <laughs> they said, they said, they said, apple a day keeps your doctor away. And what if that's true? And you just didn't eat the apple, right? <laughs> no, it's it's cool. I wonder. I wonder. You know, in in our culture, like we seem to take things from other cultures and strip it down, and almost take the wrong stuff from it. So, like, I watch I watch people practice yoga. And I see that, like, I did my yoga teacher training, and it was very obvious that, like, the whole part of the yoga practice was that you do the asanas, you do the movements so that you can calm the body so you can sit your ass down and do some meditation. And then you go to a yoga class, and because of Lululemon and the body image and the, the, the pictures, 
people forget the meditation and they just do the asanas. That's right. That's and, an and so, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was I was just gonna, I was just going to comment how that you so I love Lululemon. I love that. I love that phrase about it. You know, that's great. You know, that's, <laughs> because that's what it is. You know, we get caught up in that. Once again, that whole preconceived idea of what it should be. It is what it is. What do you mean what it should be? You know, that's the hardest part of a, when you get a student that first month that gets most people because they come, they run into that first roadblock, that first frustration. And all of a sudden they're not, they're not gliding like the instructor. Well, hell, you didn't see my journey, man. That was six, that's 16 years of hard work, man. You, can't, you think you're going to be able to move like me, man? Hell no, you better get in line. Yeah. <laughs> you better put in your time. You can't, you're not going to be able to move like me. So, you know, but you're right, you know, with the, with with going in there and doing the postures and you forget all about the real meaning behind it, which is just to breathe. That's it. Just breathe. Yeah, yeah it's interesting. So on, on the podcast, we kind of have these four different pillars that we're looking at. So we're looking at um, health, nutrition, spirituality, and kind of like a social justice element of it. And as far as the spirituality part of it, me and Jared really argue that nature kind of has everything set up for us, right? So anything that we really need in life, nature has it for us. But through commodification and, you know, only has to make money off of it and you can't do yoga and if you have the pants and you have the, the outfit and, you know, the, the music going, we've made it so we feel like that's no longer the case. And what we have ourselves is no longer enough. Yeah. You, well, you know what? I don't know, Jared, but I do like looking good in yoga class. I got to be honest with you. I do. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of particular when it comes to that. I do want to look good. I got my little Nike shorts on, you know. And I got, I wear the tight ones, you know, I don't mind. I wear the, I wear the, I wear the tight, they're, they're really swimming. They're, there's are Nike swim trunks. So they're just tight. <laughs> and uh, so they're the tight fitting ones. And uh, my wife, so my wife's always like uh, telling me, you know, you, you're going to give all the ladies in treat. I said, that's why I'm there. That's why I'm there. I'm going to give them, I got to give you know, we like to look at the girls during yoga class. I shouldn't say that, right? You can't say that. Is that, that, is that, is that, yeah. you can't say that. <laughs> we'll, edit that out. we'll edit that out. No, <laughs> So, yeah, so that's cool. I, and, and, and I tell people all the time when they start doing Tai Chi, you know, get that uniform. Mm. It's, kind of, it's kind of part of the thing that makes it fun, you know? Mm. Get your uniform and, and look like a master, mm. you know? It's, it, it's, it, it's, it's, that's all coming back to the spoken word, you know, mm-hmm. to manifest something, yeah. you know? So, you know, you make, a, you make a list of goals, not because, you, you know, you're going to reach all of them, but just because of the action, the mm. action, the, the habit. Of doing something like that. So the habit of your practice. What kind of yoga do you practice, Jared? Uh, I don't practice yoga actually, but I, I, you, I you practice yoga. No, I did. I did yoga teacher training a long time ago, yeah. and uh, there were some elements that I liked and some that I just didn't. So occasionally, I'll do my own my own home practice just to do some stuff. Dig it, man. I can dig it. Well, you look like you're in good shape. What do you do? No, nothing, man. I just, I hang out. I just hang out. <laughs> it's just oh, genetic, I, man. Forget <laughs> screw you, Jared. This guy, this guy is crazy. He has about no, years of his Yeah, no, I, I'm into like being outside. So rock climbing, surfing, like doing stuff that gets me outdoors. That's kind of I what. did that, man. I went, I went rock climbing in Arkansas, man. Cool place to go rock climbing. If you've never been to Arkansas, I got a lot of cool spots. And uh, I went one time and I was really uh, blown away with it. It really helped me flexible, I'll tell you that. <laughs> you know, yes. you got to use your legs as a rock climber. You know, you can't use your arms. They get tired. They use those legs. So it was easy for me because I was just like, I can put my head, of, you know, my foot above my head. So I just reach up to the next rock and then push myself up. <laughs> it was great. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, there's there's something about that connection to nature and like being there with the rocks. And it's it just, to me, it fulfills something more than just the physical training. 
And right, uh, no doubt. And I like that. But I, I would tell you, since you guys are, are both, you know, out there in Memphis, like, don't don't go to yoga class with Andrew because he's got those tight Lululemon pants and a shirt, <laughs> you know, and he's going he's gonna to make it, you know, you're, you're not going to look so good next to Andrew. I'm just saying. <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> oh, so, so, Charles, maybe give the listeners, you know, they're listening to this, they maybe want to implement a Tai Chi practice. What are some, can you give them some resources or what are some things to start? You know, it depends on if you're a guy who likes to read. I, I, this morning, I was supposed to bring a book for you guys. It's called The uh, Tao of Tai Chi Chuan. Tao is spelled D-O-A. Tao of Tai Chi Chuan. And that's where I got the, the, the Art of Rejuvenation because that's his book. Dao, the Dao Tai Chi Chuan, The Art of Rejuvenation. Great book. I'm not even going to begin to try to butcher this guy's name, but just go, you know, go to Amazon, go to go someplace where you can buy a book, and it's relatively inexpensive. You can probably get the book for $8. Mm-hmm. And he talks about the three main styles of Tai Chi. And it's kind of, for people who practice Tai Chi, it's one of those books that's kind of like the Tai Chi Bible. Like, you should read this book. If you're going to be a serious practitioner of, of martial arts of Tai Chi, you should definitely read The Dao Tai Chi Chuan. So that's a good place to start. Because he gets illustration and he breaks down history. Um, he talks about, uh, you know, where the origins of Tai Chi may have come from. You know, it's a, uh, you know, it's, and that's, and that's, you know, that's the kind of the allure with, uh, especially with, with Chinese people, you know, they, they, we, they're such an old civilization. They've been writing down things for such a long time. They have so much history. And after a while, I mean, can you, who, who knows? And who knows where this, 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 the, these books come from with all this history put into it with coming from different sources and different people, uh, different yeah. ways of doing something. And uh, that's a great place to start. The Tao Tai Chi Chuan, because it give you a b- very broad look at the, at the, um, what is Tai Chi, but also just a really interesting book. It's, a, it's well-written. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the guy practiced with, uh, Ching Man Ching, who is probably the most famous and well-known Tai Chi practitioner who practiced Yong-style Tai Chi, who is of direct lineage of Yang Ching Fu, uh, who developed what we consider modern Yong-style, large brain, big arms, big movements for health, you know, th- these type of movements. He, he, he is kind of the person that you give credit to for creating that. And uh, he only lived to be, uh, I think he, he talks about it in the book, in its maybe 50s or 60s. A lot of these Tai Chi practitioners, these old masters, died young, which is horrible because in one, in, in look, one way of looking at it is, well, wow, if they were so great and they had all this energy and power, how come they died? Yeah. And then another, you say, wow, what a shame. They, were, they weren't able to pass it on because they were great because they had students that were able to progress, emulate it, and they were able to uh, convey it most important thing with a teacher. I mean, Jared, I mean, I know you know this, Andrew. Even if they have the skill, can they convey that to you? Can they give you what you need so that you can be great? Because not every teacher is created equally. Some, some are super high skill level, but they can never create a good student. How, do you, how the hell do you do that? You know, like my teacher. We were talking about it with Andrew, Jared. He's been teaching martial arts for over 30 years. He's been training for, since he was 12. He's 51 now. He's only, um, produced, he's only produced 10 to 15 black belts. I don't know the exact number, so I'll just go between 10 and 15. Uh, that's it. That's how many black belts he's produced in all that time. Damn. So where does the lineage go? You know, if I don't give it to everybody, 
that I can that I run into contact with. I don't talk to you guys and share what I know. It's lost. Do you have any in the online like YouTube videos of people who think that you, I know you have. I have websites. my I have my YouTube channel that I I'm telling you guys I'm guilty of not putting anything on there. Never I never put anything on there. My, Come on, I tell you I know right. What's wrong? I can't look. I tell you what my real problem is, man. I suck with these iPhones and I can't even I can't even upload videos. I'm I'm really horrible. I'm I'm pretty pathetic when it comes to stuff like that. Uh, but you know my teacher was always really big on not ever giving videos and things like that he, he would never let you put something on video so i have i have forms and things that i put on video that i don't tell him about but master lee in chicago is very big on sharing he wants to give the information away you know you give the information away so he i think he would be 100 percent behind a youtube channel with daily videos uploaded telling talking to people giving them forms uh I don't, you know what it, you know how it is with with martial arts people. They're very secretive. You know they want to. Yeah. They want to always. They're like, no, no, no. My style is secret. Da da da. Come on, man. I mean, how many ways can you punch and kick somebody, man? And say, you know, cheese. <laughs> now, now, so um, I was I was teaching a breathing and meditation class with a partner of mine, and we were using, we were trying to do a very simple version. So we would use a cup of tea as a warm up. Cup of tea is a warm up. What now? What is that? So, a cup of tea is like where you stand. You, you know, you're kind of in your stance, and you, you know, you. It's like hold, like you're holding a cup of tea in your hand, and yeah, you're yeah, doing yeah. the. And so we just did that as like a one kind of movement to give people as a way to kind of be introduced to it and do like joint mobility for the whole body. Is there is there one that you got that you could share that like. Man, hundred percent. The the one the, the one in my in my opinion, the one that is the best. If you were just gonna start and you didn't have anything else you could do, you can do it from sitting or you can do it from sta- from standing. So I'm a practicing clinician, so I, I work with patients who uh, you know have all kinds of conditions, from paralysis to stroke uh, to someone who's just deconditioned and older, um, you know, who need joint mobilization, who needs strengthening. And, and I give them this exercise all the time because especially with rotator cuff injuries, um, uh, different, uh, you maybe maybe you tore your labrum one time when you were, were younger and you were doing athletics or you just, you've had shoulder injury with most people have. I've torn both rotator cuffs, been minor tears and I've never been, uh, been to the doctor about them. I've torn, I've torn some meniscus. It's, you know, that's part of your journey as, a, as an athletic and active person. You're going to have injuries. So if I could do one exercise just to help someone who was just looking to breathe a little bit, learning, right. looking to warm up the body, um, let me get a position where you can see me. So if I, if I, there we go. If I scoot back a little bit, so without you know the camera angles and all that, so if you would start in just a very upright position, breathing naturally first, let the arms hang. And you just want to kind of get comfortable in this position, and you want to be breathing in the nose. Out the nose. You want to feel your chest expand. You know, don't worry about if you're breathing through your diaphragm. You just want to breathe. And then slowly, you would start to, to move the arm. So as you inhale, and we did this at the South Memphis Move yeah. Your Body event. We did so, so Charles, there's no video for the listeners. So oh, there's no video. Oh, cool, man. Sorry, good, sorry. Good, good for Jared. Yeah, so so Jared, you just man. When, so we did this at the South Moves Move Your Body event. I do it before every class. So as you inhale, you bring the arms up. You will be standing when you did this, uh, feet shoulder width. And then as you exhale, you let the arms drop. So this is the 
basic movement. You want it to be shoulder width. You don't want your arms to be wider than your shoulders. Nice and relaxed. So if you just hold that position right there, see how your elbows are bent? That's good. Your shoulders are relaxed. Elbows slightly drop. Fingers about aligned with the level of your shoulder. So that's how high you want to go up. Not much higher. And then let the hands fall as you exhale. And of course, this is something you would want to do for several minutes. Inhaling as you come up, exhaling as you go down. This is one of the basics, one of the foundations. So as you're standing, doing your standing practice, you're just learning to relax. This is, the, this is an exercise to release tension. So you learn to move without elevating the shoulders, you know, which is a common thing with people who are uh, not active and just really don't know how to move their body. So you're just coordinating body and breath. We inhale up. And we exhale down. You take big breaths, too. Don't take small, shallow breaths. You know, don't worry. Just take it in. Just inhale it in. Good. And exhale it out. And that's, to me, that's the one. That's what you should do. And your breath will, cool. get, and your breath will get soft. And your, your, your movement will get smoother with time. And then that, that is magic hour. Can't have magic. You can't have magic hour first, right? You know, you you once you once you practice that, and in in the movement becomes part of what you're doing. Your movement is, uh, you know, they say uh, e leads chi, all right. So e is uh, mind. She is potential energy. We'll call it potential energy. You know, people ask me all the time to define what she is. Ah, who knows? I don't know what it is. I mean, so the, bo- so the body, so the body, I mean, on a cellular level, there's all kinds of things going on, things that we can't explain, things that we hypothesize, uh, things that we can't, that we would never be able to explain. So on this real micro level, I mean, there's transfer of energy. There's transfer of particles i don't know so if we want to look at it scientifically there's there's potential energy everywhere uh so maybe that's what chi is maybe chi is just potential energy and if you put enough time into and i and i don't want to and i don't want to tell you i don't want to mislead anybody who's listening to this there's you know i make it simple but there are far more complex levels to practice it's with anything the higher you get, the higher the level. You don't even need internet connection. Is on a, I don't know what that says. Are you good, Jerry? Jerry, can we hear you? Still here? I I can hear you guys. Yeah. Cool. So so as you get as you progress, it becomes more complex. You know, and you're able to and you're able to to balance the, those complexities because you now have the foundation of simply standing in place and breathing and moving your arms. You've learned to relax, which they call song. Uh, and through, through relaxing, you're able to explore. Before, you're just fighting tension. You're fighting your mind. You're fighting those, what we talked about, that pushback. Yeah. And then you, and it doesn't go away. It's not like Jared, it's not like it ever goes away. The pushback is there, but you learn to accept it. Of course. And then, and then, it takes you to another level. Mm-hmm. So you have these, with everything in life, you know, you have these plateaus. And then you have what they call these, uh, you know, uh, well, I forget how he described it in the book. But we have these where we just 
these aha moments where we jump forward mm-hmm. we say, wow, now, I'm, now I can look back and say, wow, I'm really at a different level with my practice or with my, with my art, with my communication, the way I can manipulate a computer. Sure. I can't even operate my iPhone. You guys got a, a, a <laughs> hook up here, man, making me feel like a moron. So, uh, so, as you, so as, as you build on those complexities, then it becomes really fun because it's very intricate. So with Qigong, uh, Qigong and Neigong, Neigong is different than Qigong. So in order to, let's go, let's, let's, let's dive in. I don't know how much time, how much time we you know, Charles, we do got to wrap it up. Maybe we do like a part two of this. Like right. Maybe next week. Man, I, can, look, I can go forever, guys. I, I, I can go forever. It, so, no, man. We got we got to do it again because we got to hit eating. We got to hit the Tao sex. You know, we got to do it all. So Absolutely. I, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what, though, man, your your energy is, is really magnetic. And I think the people in Memphis need to come and check you out. I know you've got me wanting to come and, and do some Chi and Qigong. If I ever come to Memphis, which Andrew's trying to keep me out of there. Well, no, once for uh, the night. But, yeah, we try to get him out. Brother. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it would be, be fun to connect and move. Yeah. Uh, so, so Charles, we'll put your information in the show notes, and you know, let's let's do part two, man. This is fun, dude. I'm I'm loving it, man. And, you know, and, and and I'll show you guys some of the weird stuff next time. I'll I, I, I'll talk to you a little bit more about about the the way the practice can get a little more complex, and you know, uh, com- you know, is, is developing chi. You know, really, really, really trying to cultivate what everybody talks about, and that's one thing to go from. Oh, we're talking about chi and we're talking about creating this ball of energy. Okay, well, guess what? There's a process to that. There's blood, sweat, and tears that go into that. Mm. It's not just manifestation. Yeah, yeah. It's action so, with it. So so part part two, we're gonna get weird with Charles. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. I love it. I love it. Appreciate it, Charles. All right, man. Thanks, All right, bro. Thanks guys. Hey Jared, I wish I could shake your hand, man, but uh, I'll, I'll give you that one. All right, <laughs> all right, <laughs> right back at you, bro. Right. Thank you, brother.